Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive deep into the tools, laws, and yes, processes that you need to know in order to scale and grow your organization. On this podcast, we help you structure your business processes to make your people your organization's greatest competitive advantage. Don't forget, you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and pretty much any podcatcher of your choice. You can also subscribe at peopleprocesses.com, which will give you exclusive subscriber-only content. Here is your host, Rami Alajil, author and CEO of People Processes. Today we're going to be talking about a guidance issued by the EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Council. It was issued early in August and it's addressed at employees who may be suffering from opioid addiction. And it talks about opioid addiction as a disability protected under the Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA. I'm going to be using it because it actually does a great job of spelling out what these disabilities are um, and kind of spells out what an employer would need to do as well, pretty well. And it does it in the, in the form of a Q&A. So the first question is, could I be automatically disqualified for a job because I use opioids or because I have used opioids in the past? So that's the, the core question. The ADA, which allow, requires you to accommodate for disabilities, right, allows employers to fire employ, to fire you, the person writing the question, and take other employment actions against you based on any illegal use of opioids, even if you do not have performance or safety systems. So illegal use of drugs, boom, you can take action, no problem. Also, employers are allowed to disqualify you if another federal law requires them to do it. But if you aren't disqualified by federal law and your opioid use is legal, the employer cannot automatically disqualify you because of opioid use without considering if there is a way for you to do the job safely and effectively. Okay. This is important. Illegal use, you can terminate. Legal use, i.e., through a prescription, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at this as a disability that you may need to accommodate. Uh, the next question: What if I'm in an MAT? That's uh, a, a therapy program uh, for opioid addiction that requires me to take opioid medication. If you are taking an opioid medication as directed in an MAT program, then you have a valid prescription, and the use of your medication is therefore legal. Under the ADA, you cannot be denied a job or fired from a job because you are in an MAT program unless you cannot do the job safely and effectively, or you are disqualified under some other law. What if a drug test comes back positive because I'm lawfully using opioid medication? This goes to dr drug testing. An employer should give anyone subject to drug testing an opportunity to provide information about lawful drug use that may cause a drug test result that shows opioid use. An employer may do this by asking before the test is administered whether you take medication that could have a positive result, or it may ask all people who test positive for an explanation. Either way, you've got to have that opportunity to do so. What if my employer thinks that my opioid use or history of opioid use or treatment of opioid addiction could interfere with a safe and effective job performance. 
If you aren't using it illegally it, and you aren't disqualified by some other federal law, the employer may have to give you a reasonable accommodation before firing you or rejecting your job application based on opioid use. If the employer has let you know about its concern, and then you need to be able to ask for a reasonable accommodation if you want one. A reasonable accommodation is some type of change in the way things are normally done at work, such as a break or a work schedule. Commonly, that would be scheduling work around a treatment or a support group if you're in an MAT. A change in shift assignment or maybe a temporary transfer to another position for a little while. These are just examples. Employees may ask for and employers may suggest other modifications or changes. However, this is key. Even in the case of legal use and you've requested a... Um, uh, accommodation, an employer never has to lower production or performance standards. They never have to eliminate essential functions, fundamental duties of a job, pay for work that's not performed. They don't have to do that or excuse any illegal drug use on the job as reasonable. So they, 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 are, they need to do a reasonable accommodation, but only if it doesn't just destroy the company, right? And they're not ever required to pay you for not doing work. Next question. Could I get a reasonable accommodation because I take prescription opioids to treat pain? That goes right back to what we're talking about. You can get one if there is a medical condition that causes pain, that causing pain qualifies as a disability under the ADA. A medical condition does not need to be permanent or stop you from working to be an ADA disability. Many conditions that cause pain significant enough for a doctor to prescribe opioids will qualify. You may also qualify for a reasonable accommodation if the opioid medication you are taking interferes with your everyday functioning. It's your responsibility to ask for reasonable accommodation if you want one, though. Next question. Could I get a reasonable accommodation because of an addiction to opioids? Yes. Opioid addiction, called sometimes called opioid use disorder or OUD, is itself a diagnosable medical condition that can be an ADA disability. You may be able to get a reasonable accommodation for OUD. But an employer may deny you an accommodation if you're using opioids illegally, even if you have OUD. It doesn't excuse illegal behavior. What if I've recovered from an opioid addiction but still need a reasonable accommodation to help me avoid a relapse? Great. You can get reasonable accommodations that you need because of a disability that you had in the past. You might be able to get an altered schedule, for example, if you need to attend a support group uh, or therapy session that will help you avoid a relapse. Probably one of the most common reasonable accommodations and not too crazy hard for most employers to grant. Uh, next question, can I get reasonable accommodations for a medical condition related to opioid addiction? Yeah, yeah, if the condition is a disability. Medical conditions that are often associated with opioid addiction, such as major depression, PTSD, those could be disabilities. Um, those are mental health conditions of the ADA, and there's a document, depression, PTSD, and other mental health conditions in the workplace, your legal rights. That'll be linked on our website if you want to check that out. Um, there's also a mental health provider's role in a client request for reasonable accommodation. I'll link that on the website, which is really helpful for your psychiatrist or psychologist to fill out to help you justify it. Nine, this is a key one. What should I do if I need a reasonable accommodation? Okay, so you've determined... Maybe you have an addiction. Maybe you just need opioids for a little while because you screwed up your foot really bad, whatever. What do I need to do? You need to ask for an accommodation. You need to tell your supervisor, HR manager, or boss, or whoever, the an appro other appropriate person, person that you need a change at work because of a medical condition. That's all you got to say to start. Check to see whether your employer has procedures for requesting reasonable accommodations, and following those procedures will likely make the process go faster. 
However, employers can't deny you reasonable accommodation just because you did not follow the specific procedures. It's just going to be a lot better for you if you do. You are allowed to make a request at any time. You don't have to have a particular accommodation in mind, but you can ask for something specific if you know what it is, like time off on Thursdays to see your therapist. You can also have someone else ask for you, such as a doctor or counselor, although your employer will still probably want to discuss the accommodation directly with you as soon as possible. Because an employer does not have to excuse poor job performance, even if it was caused by a medical condition or treatment, it is generally better to ask for a reasonable accommodation before problems occur or become worse. Many people choose to wait until after they receive a job offer uh, because it may be hard to prove illegal discrimination to take place before a job offer. So you don't have to disclose this during the job application process. 10. What will happen after I ask for a reasonable accommodation? Your employer might and probably should ask you to put your request in writing or to fill out a form and to generally describe how your work is affected by your disability. Your employer may also provide you to submit a letter from a healthcare provider that shows your ADA disability. They have to do that if, if you ask, or they're allowed to ask you to do that and you have to provide it. Um, and that would need to, that letter would also explain why you need a reasonable accommodation because of it. You can help your healthcare provider by showing him or her a copy of the EEOC publication, How to Help Current and Former Patients Who Have Used Opioids Stay Employed. It's a great one. It's good for doctors. It gives them a list. It's for doctors and it just says like, here's what you need to Say, these are the reasons why does your, employee, does your uh, patient exhibit these symptoms? If so, this is how you ask. Your employer cannot fire you or refuse to hire or promote you simply because you asked for a reasonable accommodation or because you need one. So don't worry too much about asking if you need one. If you need a reasonable accommodation because of an ADA disability, does the employer have to give you one? Well, if a reasonable accommodation would allow you to perform the work, uh, perform the work effectively and safely and does not involve significant, significant difficulty or expense, the employer must give you one. If more than one accommodation would work, the employer can choose which one to give you. The employer is not allowed to charge you for that accommodation either. If they need to build a funny ramp to get you in the door or something like that, cool. Hopefully it's not too expensive because it's on the employer's dollar to do so. If it's significantly expensive, then they could deny your reasonable accommodation because the only way to fix it would be a very expensive thing and they don't have to do it. Finally, what if you think you can do the job safely with a reasonable accommodation if necessary, but the employer disagrees? Well, assuming you aren't disqualified by federal law or using the opioids illegally, the employer must have objective evidence that you can't do the job or that you pose a significant safety risk even with the reasonable accommodation. To remove you from the job for safety reasons, the evidence must show you pose a significant risk of substantial harm. You can't be removed because of remote or speculative risks, so it has to be kind of obvious. It can't be, well, maybe one day someone comes through the door and you're kind of high, so you screw it up and then they all die, right? It's got to be something you do in the course of your duties, a uh, relatively common thing. To make sure that it has enough objective evidence about what you can safely and effectively do, the employer may ask you to undergo a medical evaluation, which you will have to do. So you can go to a, you can go to a doctor, there, there's special doctors for this that say, can they lift these things? Can they be trusted to operate this thing under the opioid? And the doctor can make that evaluation. And then they can go by that. 13. What if I, you really can't do the job safely or reliable right now, but you may be able to do it safely again in the future? Okay. Well, your employer might be required to hold your job while you take leave for treatment or recovery if you need leave because of an ADA disability. 
you should be allowed to use your sick or crude leave like anybody else unless you're using the opioids illegally, in which case, boom, out the door. You should also check your employer's leave policy to see whether it provides leave for substance abuse treatment. Some people have special leaves for that. Even if you have no employer-provided leave available, you still may be able to get unpaid leave if you've worked at least 1,250 hours during the past 12 months and your employer has 50 or more employees at the workplace that you work at. You may be entitled to unpaid leave then under the FMLA. So you'd get off work, they wouldn't pay you, but they'd hold your job uh, for, for quite some time. The FLMA is, is enforced by the USDOL, the Department of Labor, and there's a link on our website for information on that. Uh, you may also be entitled to unpaid leave as a reasonable accommodation if you need the time off because of a disability, are not using the drugs illegally, and are expected to recover the ability to do your job. If you are permanently unable to do your regular job, you may ask your employer to reassign you to a job that you can do as a reasonable accommodation if one is available. Again, if there's not a major expense, it's a reasonable accommodation, it doesn't majorly disrupt the business, they'll do it. There's another document that's reasonable accommodation and undue hardship under the ADA. Great document, kind of covers all of this. We'll link it on our website. Final thing, what do you do and how does this come about that if you feel like that you, your rights have been violated? So you, your employer didn't follow these things. The EEOC can help you with that. If you decide to file a charge of discrimination with the EEOC, it conducts an investigation. Because you must file an EEOC charge within 180 days of the violation in order to take legal action, or 300 days if the employer is also covered by a state or local employment discrimination law. It's best to begin the process early. It is illegal for your employer to retaliate against you for contacting the EEOC or filing a charge. Now, most of our listeners are employers, and this was directed towards an employee. But <clears throat> looking at that, think about how you will deal with these things. If an employee comes to you with an addiction, especially opioid addiction, it is a, a disability under the ADA, and you can you, you can you are required to provide reasonable accommodation uh, if you fall under ADA guidelines, which most of our clients and listeners do. Don't reject this out of hand. You can always have you know if you have a drug testing policy and someone comes and po tests positive for a particular drug, if they have a prescription for it, treating something that is a, a legitimate medical concern. That's a disability, not a reason to fire somebody. If they can't operate heavy machinery or something under that drug safely, then a reasonable accommodation may be needed um, if you can possibly afford it. Okay, Ladies and gentlemen, I hope this helped you. I hope this gave you a little bit of clarity on opioids as a, a disability. Thank you for turning in. My name is Rami Ali. Joe, please take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe. If you're on iTunes, it's so easy. Hit the little five-star button up there at the top. It would make a huge difference for us. If you're on YouTube, like, the episode it helps it share. Subscribe to the pot to the to the channel itself and drop a comment. I'm looking at every comment right now. I'm so excited to launch on YouTube. Uh, we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers and we're a long way from there. So I'd really appreciate your help. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter at People Processes. Go to peopleprocesses.com, subscribe, and get some of our subscriber-only content. And if you got something out of this, make sure you share it with anyone you know. Thank you for tuning in. Now it's time for you to go out there, have a great day, and get your work done.